Without the Archive, chaos is our best weapon. Hello listeners, and welcome back to another episode of the Lost Legends of Skadriel Mistborn Adventure Game Podcast. I'm here with the rest of the Lost Legends. Hello, I'm Lena, aka Belladora Wild. I'm Zach, and I play Finnegan Bowman. Hi, I'm John, and I play Clytus Logan. Okay, that's enough of that bit. <laughs> uh, let's jump back in. Like, are you doing uh, a Clone High reference here? Hello um, and welcome to a very special Lost Legends of Scotrail. <laughs> uh, I was just going for like NPR talk show. And welcome to All Things Considered. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's jump back in. It was uh, cliffhanger time when we left off. Uh, Bella had made her uh, escape good with a, a supernatural spirit roll with uh, you have two two spirit right yeah <laughs> meanwhile i tried to be a supernatural spirit and that failed spectacularly <laughs> <laughs> and um you are running straight towards these uh gentlemen who have uh guns pointed at you yes um part of the course so uh, with apologies to Bella, I think that uh, this is going to be a little boring for you for a little while um, because you're gone, you're out, and uh, gone leaving. Gone I'm leaving. not sure that there's Bill's, much Bill's much gone leaving. unless unless you're planning on coming back. But that doesn't sound like Bella. So yeah, she'll probably spend like the first half of this fight debating whether she wants to come back or not, and then in the last half she'll decide <laughs> whether she. Whether she's going to do anything to bail these boys out. Okay. Um, so let's jump over to Finnegan then. Um, Finnegan, you are going forward with this charge with the knowledge that they're going to get at least one shot at you? Let's do it. Uh, I'm going to... What I'd like to do is I'd like to use the sheet to kind of obscure my size. And that way they have a, a lesser chance of hitting me. Um, so I'm assuming that you still kind of have it, like, draped over you, um, in that case, because you're not really going to have time to, like, stop and readjust it to, so, like, it's still, like, you're kind of engulfed in it, but now you're just spreading your wings, so to say? Yeah. Okay, um, I'll, I'm going to go ahead and give them a one die, or a one nudge penalty for that, but I'm going to give you a two nudge penalty, um, for your physique rolls for not being able to see through the sheet. Okay. Um, I do need one thing clarified before we get going. Um, what did you do with your bag of loot? I don't have anything in it. Oh, I, I thought you had grabbed a couple of small things. Maybe I grabbed a couple like small rings or something like that, but yeah. No, because I'm, I'm pretty... pretty sure in that first one, or um, in one of them, you were more productive than... Or am I just remembering incorrectly? Well, no, I know Bella sure went into the loot. one you that had a small I... bag of loot. Yeah, Bella went into the one that I was in and then grabbed all the loot from the one because I was just like, ah, oh, there's nothing really that great in here. And then I'm, she I'm found pretty stuff sure that you was had pretty a small great. bag of loot. I might, I might have like a few odds and ends, but nothing like spectacular because I didn't roll particularly high wits to get anything good, like small trinkets or anything, something like that. 
Um, regardless, when you pulled out this sheet and put it on, um, I'm assuming that you didn't, like, repackage this and then put it, like, into a backpack and put that backpack back on and then go out there as a ghost. Like, I'm assuming that you kind of threw on the sheet and then ran out there and you left the bag behind, right? Yeah, that that sounds about right. Okay. Um, so they're going to go ahead and take their shot at you first. Um, one of them is going to, um, I'm going to give you a, uh, physique roll with the negative two modifier to try and, um, get out of the way. And then they're going to take the negative one for, um, for the obscurement of the sheet. And okay. only one of them is firing at you. So I'm still, I'm still rolling my straight physique roll, correct? It's just got a minus two nudge modifier or is that how that works? That's correct. Yep. Okay. That is fives and a nudge, good sir. Man, you uh, really roll it out when you need to because they got fours and nudge. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's a, a shot that goes off and it whizzes through the air and you feel the ripple of the sheet as the bullet passes through on your left side, dangerously close to your armpit. Um, and you keep charging forward, and then you hear the other man say, What are you doing? You're gonna draw attention to us! You can't shoot at them! Um, and then we're gonna jump over to Clytus. Um, these two guys have now noticed that you've overtaken them, and, uh, both of them pull out, um, small clubs from, uh, their sides where they've been looped onto their belt. Uh, Clytus is going to punch the closest one in the head. Okay. Um, they're both going to try and hit you with the clubs. Um, and so if you're just going for a straight punch, I don't see any reason why you can't get your Coloss bonus for that. Um, Hell yeah. Finn, they're both going to get ready to try and, um, like apprehend you as you get closer. Uh, what is it that you want to do this round? I would like to, um, once I'm in, uh, would it be fair to say that I'm in a close combat range? Uh, not quite yet. You'll be not quite in touch distance um, at the end of this round unless you spend your whole turn moving. Okay. Uh, so I'd like to, I'd like to hopefully take the sheet and wrap it around one of, at least one of them. Okay. Um, I'm going to say that you can get close enough to do that next turn. But the act of, like, taking off the sheet and preparing it as a weapon means you're not able to focus on moving enough to get close enough to them. Gotcha. Uh, but, like, if they shoot at you, I'm going to um, reduce their penalty to one, and then um, you won't have a penalty at all. Okay. Um, but that's going to be passive for you. Um, they're going to have five dice apiece. Clytus, you have seven dice, so you have the first uh, action. Yeah. Um, They're going to defend with two apiece. Well, the one, right? Because I'm just hitting the one. Oh, yeah, so the one. Fives and a nudge. Uh, He got ones, so yeah, you're going to hit this guy pretty squarely on the head. And um, he, uh, the, the club just slips from his fingers as his uh, eyes go sink up into the back of his head and he collapses like a sack of potatoes onto the ground. 
Um, the other one kind of takes a look at him and then looks back at you and gets this sneer of rage on his face as he tries to hit you with the club. And he got uh, fours and three nudges. So how much damage is that? Uh, that's going to be five damage total. I see two damage on my sheet. Is that still there? Uh, if it's there, I assume that it is. All right. I've been so trying I've to keep track of everything as it uh, happens. So, so that uh, you're going to take a minor burden from that. Um, you've got a uh, bruised shoulder. He brings it right down on the um, edge of your arm, right at where the uh, humerus meets the shoulder, and it's really kind of cramped that area up and made it hard to move it. Um, okay, so both of these guys are going to try and um, run up closer to you, and um, we'll, we'll say that you're able to um, get your full physique dice as defense dice as they close in, but they're both going to have a chance to try and grapple with you. Okay. One of them got nothing. Another one got fives and three nudges. And I'm rolling my dice for physique? Yep. Six dice defense. Uh, that's nothing. Um, so what's going to happen is... Oh, wait, no, is, that's, is that's three. Sorry. That's three. Threes? Okay, threes is not good enough. Um, I, so I, as yeah, you I'm come sure. up and you try and get this sheet untangled, um, one of the guys goes to grab at your waist and you kind of start to wrap this sheet around his head and then the other one sees this opportunity and he grabs the sheet on both ends um, as it kind of trails behind you and uh, manages it to kind of pull it taut. And so your arms are um, slightly pinned against your chest. Um, not all of them, just your upper arms, your lower arms are free. But he's got a, a good bit of leverage trying to keep that tied up behind you. They're right where I want them. Um, all right, uh, Clytus has the highest wits, uh, Finn after that, um, they're going to, um, they're just going to keep trying to grapple with you and overpower you, uh, Finn, and then Clytus, same thing, is they're going to try, um, he's going to try and smack you with that club again. I'm going to kick him in the shin. All right, um, same thing as before, uh, go ahead and add your plus two, um, so that'll be seven, uh, Finn, what is it you're doing? Um, so now that they've kind of got me semi-wrapped in the sheet, I am going to uh, use my Farukami to get myself out of this situation and potentially catch them off guard and try and knock them knock them into a position of, uh, try and at least get, get them into a position of, like, where they're on the ground. Okay, um, I'm going to give you an uh, attempt to, like, roll through to break the sheet with 10 charges, and then um, for 30 charges, you can just make it happen, and this turn is a success. I will add the, I will add the, uh, use the 10 charges, um, but um, do I get any bonuses for close quarters combat? Um, I don't think so, because this is just kind of a breakout thing. You're trying to, to bust through the sheet, aren't you? Or what, what strategy are you using? Basically, I mean, they've got me wrapped in the sheet. They're close up trying to grapple me. I basically want to use my strength to push them and the sheet off of myself and hopefully knock them down in the process. Okay, um, so I don't think that will get a uh, bonus for close quarters combat. 
this is pretty much a pure strength feat. Okay, I'll use the uh, seven dice then for that. All right, and uh, Clytus, why don't we have you roll first? Um, this guy so, is not going to roll any defense dice. I'm just noticing something here. My health doesn't add up. I have a five physique and two resources, and it says eight for health. So shouldn't Ooh. that be seven? Uh, it should. So that means I'm out <laughs> because I've taken seven damage. Yikes. So he clubbed me what good, and I am down. Yeah, three nudges is nasty. So peace out, Clytus. Okay, so yeah, we'll just uh, keep that wrapped up for now uh, over there. And Finn, uh, you're at seven dice, you said? Yep. Um, so we're just going to make this full-on opposed, you versus the both of them, because I'm giving them uh, two die... Um, two die uh, bonus for the sheet being wrapped around you and for both of them being there trying to work together at this point. A uh, last-ditch effort for another bonus dice. Do I get anything for being the unassuming muscle? Mm. Yeah, I think you do. They, they're, they're probably thinking that you came out, you had a really bad idea, then you panicked under, under your uh, bad judgment. And now there's this scrawny guy who's already wrapped in a sheet. So I'm going to give that to you. Okay. Uh, uh, vice versa, stronger than he looks would also be a potential contender for that same idea. Yeah. Okay, this guy's going to re-roll. Oh, no, he got threes. That is fours and two nudges. This guy's going to re-roll. Uh, he got fours, but no nudges. So um, what you're able to do is, um, as this guy tries to pull back and pull you um, off balance, and the other guy turns around to kind of brace you and start to shove you that way as well, um, you lean forward, you put one foot on the ground, and um, one foot back into where this guy um, has set himself in a wide stance on his uh, knee and kind of kick off both of those ways. And that uh, causes him to stumble backwards and let go of the sheet as you spring forward into this guy who was just setting up to give you a shove and you knock him off of his feet and down to the ground in the process. Hell yeah. Uh, we'll go into the next round. Uh, they're going to... Um, they're both going to try and point their guns at you and aim. And uh, what are you going to do? This is for me? Yep. I knocked one off balance, right? Um, One of them has been knocked to the ground, and then the other one um, just lost his balance a little bit as he got shoved backwards. Okay, the guy that's on the ground, I'm going to attempt to kick in the head and knock him out. Okay. Um, I will go ahead and give you the plus one for close quarters combat there. Okay. And then this time I'll give you the stronger than he looks um, for this one instead of the unassuming muscle. Okay. And those are both burned. Okay. Your, uh, stealth dice. Um, so they're going to get a little bit of defense dice. I'm going to give them a two die penalty for being on the ground. 
And he rolled nothing. Okay. Uh, that's threes. Yeah. So um, you run up and you punch him right in the head. And his head bounces against the back of a tombstone as he uh, gets pushed back for violently to the ground. And he gets knocked unconscious. Um, this other guy, uh, he finishes aiming for the round. So he's going to get a die penalty. Or, I mean, a die bonus if he uh, shoots you. Um, oh. But we're going to pause the combat right there. And he's going to say, I've got you dead to rights. Why don't you just go ahead and surrender? It's all the rage in Ellendale. <laughs> <laughs> One day, Zach will surrender. One day. But if you think you've got me dead to rights, you really don't know me. And I will attempt to uh, get in close to him as well um, uh, as he's taking the shot. Um, He's going to turn and run, actually. If uh, he, he'd declare to keep aiming, um, and then it would go into the actual turns, and he would redeclare to turn and run. So why don't you give me a physique roll to try and catch up to him, um, to see if he can react fast enough to stay out of your range. Oh, this dude's about to get DDT'd. What? Isn't that an insect spray? That is fours and a nudge. Fours and a nudge is not good enough. He got fives. Ah! Um, so he runs for the fence and takes a leap and grabs it at the top and launches himself over the fence. And when he lands on the other side, he starts running, running away. Um, give me a wits roll. Twos. Uh, with twos, you notice that while he looks like he's dressed for the part, you don't see a badge anywhere that makes you think that he would be, uh, like, you, normally they've got it displayed pretty prominently. Yeah, so, uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give chase, but I am at least gonna search the guy that I knocked out. Uh, you search him pretty thoroughly, you don't find anything valuable other than the gun, and he's got a similar style club. Um, but you also don't find any sort of documentation either. Hey, yo, I'll uh, take the club and go back to where uh, Treasure Hunter is, Indiana Jones. Uh, you get back there, and he, along with the small bag of loot, is nowhere to be found. Yep, figured as much. Uh, so I'm going to go out and uh, check the exit that I had created, or entrance I had created. Um, let's go ahead and pause there, give Lena a chance to jump in if she wants to. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that Bella, after enough time has passed, is probably going to circle back. Um, she's going to spend a little bit of time just mingling with the people that are in the party train that she has somehow joined. Um, let's actually and go ahead and jump in right there. Um, you okay. don't manage to get very far with this party train from the cemetery when you hear the unmistakable sound of a gunshot and immediately there's a, a like a silencing and then a loud gasp and then the party starts to disperse. Oh, hells. Guess that means I should go back. 
rusts. And I'm going to take a little glance at the daggers as I head back in the direction that I came. Um, maybe I'll like try to go kind of around and then I, I don't know how to properly describe this, but basically I'm just going to try to circle around the area where we were previously to see if I can like just not go straight there and get like an eye on what's happening before I walk straight into somebody's gun. Yeah, so basically you're doing a big circle and coming back to yeah. where uh, you first scoped it out. Mm -hmm. um, give me a wits roll. Okay. Um, that is threes and a nudge. Uh, with threes and a nudge, as you're looking at these daggers, um, you've kind of gotten an idea for what something older might look like. Uh, because of a few things that were preserved from Urto that you um, that were kind of like revered among the community of little Urto inside of Rashikin. And so um, as you're looking over these daggers, um, there doesn't seem to be any signs of wear anywhere. The There's no chips on the blades. There's no scratches or mars or imperfections on these in any way. Um, and so um, you're fairly certain that these are pretty newly made. Okay. These are duds. I go to see if I can bail out the boys. Okay. Um, we're going to go to Clytus. Um, we'll say that you're not completely knocked unconscious, but you've kind of just been stunned by the, the weight of the attack. Um, he hit you in the shoulder and it really just made it pretty much impossible for you to use that arm to fight back. And the pains kind of brought you to your knees. Um, and so he, um, this guy is going to lean down and, uh, grab you by the shirt and kind of pull you up a little closer to him, really close to his face. And he's going to say, where is the jewelry? Listen, son, I was the lookout. I have no idea. And my head really hurts right now. Are you going to do me, or are you going to do me a favor? Uh, give me a charm roll. Do I get a bonus for deceptively lackadaisical? Yeah, I'll give it to you. Well, that's three nudges, so I'm going to re-roll. Nothing. If you don't know anything, then you're no good to me. And he just kind of throws you back on the ground and um, starts walking in the uh, direction that he saw Bella go. Clytus lays there in pain. Um, give me a wits roll. Mm, twos and two nudges. Uh, so with twos and two nudges, as you're laying there, <clears throat> this guy starts to walk the other way. Um, you hear the sound of a gunshot, and it kind of draws your attention back over towards um, the opening in the gate and towards where you can kind of see, not in the gate, but in the fence, and kind of towards where you uh, know that the action was happening. You could hear where the gunshot was coming from. And you see Calden 
as he slips through the break in the iron bars and starts running off back in the direction that you guys came from. Clytus passes out. Uh, okay, um, let's go back to Finn then. Uh, Finn, as you come out of these iron bars, give me a wits roll. Uh, one's in a nudge. Um, you kind of hear um, some cursing and rustling um, coming from the direction it would be your left as you come out of it. But um, if you're looking at the chart that uh, was posted, I, I gave the timestamp for when it was posted on the Discord if anybody wants to see it. But you're here and um, you kind here. of hear some um, something coming from this direction. Um uh I will investigate. This being further to the right for our viewers who are looking at the diagram. Um, so yeah, as you go uh, head down that way, you come across uh, Clytus, who is lying unconscious in the grass. Um, do I have Next any to another guy who's unconscious, right? For him. Uh, give me a wits roll. Um, nothing. Uh, yeah, you're not entirely sure how you would go about figuring out what's wrong with him, let alone starting to help him. So, um, as you're looking, looking him up and down, he just looks like a regular person and you're entirely at a loss as to what to do. Does Clytus have any alcohol on him? Um, that's a good question. Would we consider that part of the Cowboys craftsman's tools? Um, I would give it leeway if you think that Clytus would have it. He's got coffee grounds. That's yeah, I know he's got there. coffee. I'm just not sure whether he would have a flask of whiskey or not. I feel like, I, I feel like Clytus isn't that much of a drinker, though. I don't think he does. I mean, our so what I'd like to do when you tell me how it works, you tell me if this is plausible or not. But what I'd like to do is I'd like to take Clytus's coffee tin and kind of use it as like a as like a hey, this smells <laughs> really strong. Salts. Wake up, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, give me a spirit roll. Oh, where is that at right now? Two days. Uh, And this is only plausible in any way, shape, or form because we're playing a role-playing game in a fantasy universe. Disclaimer, right there. <laughs> uh, I don't know if anybody's worked with ammonia salts before, but it is not comparable to coffee beans, let me tell you. How does that work? Um, I if, mean, like, I mean, it's, it's powerful I'm not, enough I'm to not one to argue vomit. about a Colas-blooded um, physique. But um, it's kind of out of... Uh, out of fashion right now in the medical community, as far as I understand. It's it's super it's dark traumatic. coffee. It's super dark. Uh, so what'd you roll? Uh, I'm still looking for where my spirit is. There it is. Uh, you're at two. Two. So it, it basically wakes you up because your your brain says it's dangerous and you need to vomit? That's nothing. Um, I mean, I'm not sure exactly the action of how it works, but I can look that up real, real quick. 
We'll slip those medical tidbits into the podcast. It doubles as a medical trivia podcast. From uh, okay, so it irritates the nasal and lung membranes, causing an involuntary deep inhale, which allows oxygen to flow rapidly to the uh, brain and makes you breathe faster. Oh, oh, interesting. Since I can't get him up, I can at least move the big lug to a safer position. He rolled nothing. Okay, uh, go ahead and give me a physique roll. Uh, difficulty two. And I am breaking the first rule of anyone who's injured and moving them. <laughs> I mean, most of those uh, suggestions aren't for when you're doing something illegal and might get caught. That is fives and three nudges. <laughs> uh, you basically vanish. Um, you you grab Clytus. Um, underneath um, an arm, you figure out which arm's the bad arm by the way that he's groaning in pain when you grabbed him on the one side, and um, get underneath him, and you kind of hoist him so he's half on your back, and um, you take off at a jog, and you are out of there in absolutely no time. Heckin' yeah. Um, Bella, I'm going to go ahead and give you a spirit roll to see if you are able to get there in time to run into Calden, but it's going to be a decent difficulty because he's got a good head start on getting around that way. Okay. There is no way that I'm going to pull this off twice. <laughs> Watch your <laughs> Yeah, that was nothing. It was a four and a three, though, so I was close. Okay. So, yeah, by the time that you get around, um, you see that there's one guy who's, um, left... Uh, of the uh, people who came to interrupt what you were doing. And he is um, currently trying to drag his compatriots into, uh, like, out of the area as much as he can, but is kind of struggling to do so since um, one of them is inside of a pen, um, like, inside of the fencing. So um, you you see that he's mostly concerned with trying to get the guys that have been knocked unconscious out of there, and you see no sign of uh, Clytus or Finn. Is there any way that I can get to the bag of jewelry that I threw? <laughs> um, go ahead and give me a physique roll, and I'm going to give you a plus one for it being so dark, um, and another plus one for him being distracted trying to rescue his compatriots. <laughs> that was fives and a nudge. Uh, I'm sorry, I missed the first part. Fives and a nudge. Uh, it is very possible. Um, you are the knight. You uh, There's kind of like a low bank um, of a hill where the road, the main road is up on and the um, cemetery kind of goes into this dip. And you just meld along that wall um, all the way down until you get across from the bush. Uh, you wait until the guy turns around and starts to go the other way, um, dart right across, and it's pretty uh, pretty easily that you're able to find this bag of loot. I am Batman. She is Belladora <laughs> Batman. <laughs> okay, Um. once I grab my loot... I guess I'll just head back in the direction of, what was it, the Copper Gate? Yep, the Copper Gate. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not going to make you roll for it since you've, uh, you've done so well so far. Um, you're able to extricate yourself pretty easily, but you do notice that as you're leaving, um, there is a group of constables that are um, doing a quick march in that direction 
uh, most likely to respond to the report of a gunshot. All right, good to know. And now we have Patsy's to blame it on. Um, and I think that kind of wraps up the evening. I assume that everybody would meet back at the Copper Gate um, in the accommodations that you have for yourselves. Um, Clytus is in pretty bad shape. Um, he is having a good amount of difficulty using that arm. Um, John, are you conscious? Um, I don't know. Let's do a roll for it. Sure. Go ahead and give me a physique roll. I'm going to make it a difficulty two. Call off bonus or no? Um, I'll give you one dice for it. One die. Oh, I got fives and a nudge. Sounds like he's awake. Clytus is awake and he's grumbling. Stupid rusting outlaw wannabes. Oh, you've got nothing to grumble about. I got you out of there before you got in any serious trouble. I can grumble about anything I want, Finn. I'm fucking I'm rusting hurting here. By the way, did I tell you how I scared them with nothing but a sheet? Clytus just kind of blinks twice. I don't <laughs> I don't want to hear the story, Finn. <laughs> They were so scared their gun discharged. Finn, I don't want to hear the story, Nathan. Went right through my armpit. Put me down. I'll crawl the rest of the way. Thank you very much. History is written by the victors. <laughs> I told you this was the entertaining choice. <laughs> I, I imagine that like Finn is like holding the bullet holes in front of like he's he's put the sheet back on. And he's demonstrating how close the bullet holes were to his armpit. <laughs> Meanwhile, Clytus is just like, Finn, I have told you 20 times now. I'm about to not get polite and just pull, let my gun do the talk and put a second hole in that sheet. All right, Something no like need that. to get defensive. I mean, <laughs> I'm the one that saved your life is all. The least you could do is listen to my regaling tale of heroism. <sighs> Maybe I should start carrying around a flask. <laughs> uh, Bella, I think that you'd probably be pre present for this as well. Like, uh, this Finn's in high spirits because everybody's made it back. Um, Bella will spend some time looking through the loot that she has brought with her. Hard-earned loot. And then once she's done taking inventory of everything that she's got, she'll maybe give uh, Clytus a look over, see if she can help, like, I don't know, put his arm in a sling or something like that. Um, you've got a very small selection of jewelry. Um, the first mausoleum, you really didn't collect anything at all. And so, um, and then the rolls just weren't that good for the rest of them. And so we're going to say that there's enough that if you split it three ways, um, after selling it, you each get one resource back. All right. Uh, now, I do have a perfectly good sheet with a hole in it if we need to make a sling. Um, Clytus is... Uh, and John, you can go ahead and heal one health back. All um, right. Clytus is well enough to travel, but he is definitely not doing any hard labor or hard riding or um like he he just seems to be in pretty uh pretty rough shape from how badly that club came down on him oh so what about uh what about those daggers did we did we get did we get them out okay or i mean that's the entire reason we were there 
I mean, yeah, yeah we, get we the got loot? the daggers. It kind of looks like they're duds, though. They just kind of look like regular old glass. And I'll hold the daggers out for the boys to look at. Russ and Boone. I, I hate archaeology. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily call myself an expert on, you know, weapons. But, I mean, how can you tell they're duds? I don't know. Well, they just look too new, I guess. I would have thought that they would have looked a little bit more worn if they were from a couple hundred years ago, you know? I still say we go with the plan of faking them. Just tell people that they're them. Sell them for a profit. I mean, that is that is right up Bella's alley, at least. Maybe we can recoup some of the some of the uh, emotional and physical stress that we've earned ourselves from this. For real. Yeah, I could talk a good game for these daggers. Nobody else needs to know they're duds. Not, not to mention financial stress that this has put on all of us. On that note, I saw our sponsor slinking out of it in the night like a, like a weasel. He was a little weasel, wasn't he? Oh yeah, he definitely weaseled out of there as soon as I took my eye off of him. Do we have a rendezvous point for him? He was trying awfully hard not to run away from those folks. I wonder if he was in. Now, come to think of it. They seem to be passing themselves off as constables, but they didn't have any badges or paperwork. I thoroughly searched one of them. Do you think they may have been in, uh... Do you think he may have been, uh... Having more, uh, attempting to get more help than just us? Well, I mean, if he, he was... I was trying to solicit some other people when I first ran into he's him. He's dumb as mud, because we're going to crack his head. We could do that. I mean, maybe it was one of those things where they get us out of the picture and he makes more money for it. I don't know. That kind of thing. But definitely, definitely was a little bit strange about the, uh, about the, uh, crypts when we were around them. Trevor, do we have a rendezvous point set up with him for the next day or anything? Um, we'll say that he agreed to meet you guys at the Copper Gate. Well, I say we take a good long nap and figure it out in the morning. Well, did you did you get any information off of him, Clytus, when you were? No, I got a good clunk to the head. Uh, when you were distracting slash beating them? No, I got clunked to the shoulder. Slash being beaten? And Clytus just takes his hat out and like slides it over his head as he just slinks into bed. We should probably just let him rest and do the work ourselves. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. By the way, what work do we have to do? <laughs> I really don't know. Well, we've got... Let's let's take stock of what we've got. We've got a pair of fake daggers. Possibly fake daggers. I mean, they're really daggers, but they're, like, not the daggers <laughs> we were looking for. They, they are, in fact, daggers. We've got, we've got a little bit of jewelry. And we've got... We've got some wannabe archaeologists we can't trust as far as we can throw them. And I can throw people pretty far, I know. I wonder... Does he think that... That I ran off with the daggers? Do you... I'm wondering if we can pass off that I've run off with the daggers and then you boys can try to shake him down for whatever information. Maybe he'll maybe he'll give you more information if he thinks that you're going to sell me out or something. I don't know. I I I wouldn't exactly say that, you know, talking my way in 
in, into that kind of situation is my strong suit, I can certainly give it a shot, but unless you're there kind of manipulating him behind the scenes, I'm I'm really no good at that sort of thing. Hmm. Maybe we can take a look at the area where we're going to be meeting up with him tomorrow, and I can uh, do a little bit of rioting from, like, the other room or something as I try to listen in. Belladora Batman to Belladora Riot Bar. Let's do it. <laughs> Cue fancy transition. All right. Um. Yeah. So you guys uh, retire for the evening. You wake up in the morning. Um. Bella, you try and scope out the area where you've been meeting with him. Um. You find a nice place to keep yourself holed up. And um. Finn, uh, Clytus, do you come along as well, or are you uh, just re- recovering today? I don't know. Do they wake me up? Bella would. She's extremely rude. So, so yeah, then if, if Bella wakes him up, he will grudgingly uh, assist. Well, why'd you wake him up? He's been grumpy ever since he hurt his arm. Maybe that'll help. He can act like he's extremely grumpy with me, because he is. Look at how <laughs> mad he is. And I just, like, give him a little pat on the face. Clyde his scowls. <laughs> <laughs> See, he gave me that look the entire time I was saving his butt. Clyde scowls bigger. It's like he doesn't like being a damsel in distress or something. Clyde Scal's biggest. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Finn and Clytus, you guys get yourself set up in this meeting room. Um, time kind of clicks, uh, slicks by until the meeting time shows up. And then it keeps on going until it's been quite a while past when uh, you would have expected him to show up, um, considering when you've met beforehand. So wait, he ditched us? Uh, as of yet, we'll say it's been like maybe half an hour. Um, he has not shown up. Well, seeing as we got the goods, I don't know that I care that much to hunt him down. Weasel he is. If we run into him again, though, we can put him through the ringer. Well, I mean, I'm surprised we haven't seen him. He was looking after, he was trying to get these daggers so badly. It makes me think he, you know, was actually after something else the entire time. Are we at the bar? I forget where we where are we meeting. Uh, kind of like a private meeting room inside of the Copper Gate. Is there like a waiter or something? Um, yeah, yeah. They at least have somebody who'd uh, go and get you something. Clytus flags one down and, and orders some whiskey. Oh yeah, they they'd at least have a bartender. So yeah, that's that's brought out to you pretty quickly. And Clytus just knocks it back and downs it in one gulp. I mean, I know he took the pack that I had when I went to deal with those ruffians that were that were coming after us. Was it a big pack? No, I only grabbed a few little trinkets and odds and ends. I didn't really find anything that seemed all that worth worth anything. Well, then I say roughed him. We got our loot. Let's get the heck. Let's get the rust out of town. Oh yeah, we were on your way to your ranch. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the plot. <laughs> the plot. <laughs> I mean, as fun as I, I mean, had playing with them logs, it's time to get on out. Yeah, I'd say that's a solid idea. I mean, I don't, I don't think we really have the funds to stay here much longer, if any, if anything. And well, and archaeology sucks. Ah, oh, that was grave robbing. That wasn't archaeology. Well, either way, give it a couple hundred years. 
<laughs> um, do I need to subtract a resource for the the whiskey? No, I don't think that's necessary. Okay. Well, I mean, at this point, Clytus just gets up to leave then. Like, let's get the hell out of Dodge. All right. Um, we will go ahead and uh, finish out that arc there. Uh, what should we call this arc? The uh, Daggers of the Ascendant Warrior? Archaeology sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little spoilery, but uh sounds like a great episode title. <laughs> For the record, just before we leave, Bello's going to write a little note to leave um in the conference room, and it just says, Gone leaving, with a little heart beside it, and she signed it. <laughs> just in case he comes back. New Saren's um, shenanigans. Ooh, I like that. Uh, let's go ahead and give out some advancements. Uh, let's see, how many do people have? Uh, you're saving up. You two are both the same. Let's give everybody four advancements. Hey. And I think seeing as how paltry... Oh, wait, we're not spending them yet, are we? Um, it, it, Do you guys want two weeks to think about it when we next record? Or would you want to deal with a long rest now? Because I'm totally fine doing a long rest real quick before we wrap up. Well, I know exactly what I'm going for, so... Yeah, I know I what I want this time. And Zach, I assume you're still saving, right? Yep. And you don't have any burdens to heal? I do not. Yeah, so um, you guys leave town, and you set a very pretty slow pace. Um, you're able to get a decent amount of supplies and um, still keep yourselves uh, topped off. So you guys can go ahead and reset all of your resources, um, health and everything, back to zero. Um and you leave town and you start heading towards the ranch at uh, a leisurely pace so that way Clytus can rest up and um, go ahead and take your long breather and let me know what you're spending it on. Uh, I don't need to spend to get rid of the minor burden, right? That just goes away? Yeah, you can, as long as that's what you're focusing on, you can just heal that. Oh, I thought, I thought it was like a grave burden or something that you needed to focus on. Um, any burden, I'm pretty sure you have to deal with why using a rest you don't you have to, for grave burdens it's you have to use advancement points to get rid of those that's what it is because i was just looking at that oh i thought i thought when we came back to it at one point we realized that minor burdens just go away period uh i can look into it but i think it takes your whole one i'm trying to see if it's here in the 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 long rest i i don't think we've actually had like a long like like an actual long rest in between arcs as far as like there was narrative stuff happening during the rest. I think this is the first time that's happened. Well, I mean, most of the time it's just a break between things. And so it's, you you know, if you need a narrative reason for something to happen, um, it can. But when you're just like ad adding to your skills or things like that, it's not much of a thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the the parts you've cut out it says uh, see recovery on the right side and <laughs> that's yeah, the part that's there. missing let me see if I can find it really quick oh this is interesting a character with zero health loses two dice when making rolls with any attribute this includes any character knocked unconscious who wakes before recovering at least one health should have had two less dice for rolling the wake up uh, serious and grave burdens fade slowly and are only helped by long breathers. Each care, each time a character spends a long breather doing nothing but recuperating in an appropriate fashion, 
Um, blah, 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 blah. A serious or grave burden severity lessens by one degree. Grave becomes serious. A serious burden is lost. A uh, character may only concentrate on a single burden in each long breather. Any other character, um, any others that the character may have linger until he or she can dedicate a later long breather to them. Okay. So it wasn't a minor oh. burden, then it was a serious burden. Uh, yeah, because it's serious, grave, and uh, mortal. I just had the terminology wrong. Okay. Oh, advancements ease one mortal burden to grave. All right, well, then That's I will focus on healing my shoulder. Perfect, and that will disappear. Uh, Bella, what are you doing? Um, I was going to become a savant, but I feel like that would be better as like a more significant narrative choice. So I might actually hang off on that one. She just, she's just too charismatic. She doesn't need to <laughs> riot people. Well, and the way that I'm going to have that work is, um, if you want to happen, um, you're going to spend the advancements at a long rest like normal. But it will take something significant in the narrative to actually, like, make it manifest. Okay. Does that make sense? Mm, yes. I might, in that case, then just consider it. So so that way it's kind of like a, a trump card in your back pocket that, like, oh, well, this is going to make both the story awesome and it's going to be really cool for my character, narratively speaking. Um, you know, so, or, you know, like, if, if I didn't make this progression for my character at this moment, then we could be doomed, you know, whatever, insert dramatic moment here. I think okay. it'd be cool to have, like, that kind of trump card in your back pocket. pocket. Okay. Um. Bellador has evolved. Yeah, it might be, like, ages and ages in the future. But in that case, I think that I will still go for it, because that just seems like it'll be an interesting narrative moment to keep in the pocket. Alright, well I think that then wraps up all of the metagame stuff for the long breather. Uh, we will resume back again in two weeks time and uh, we will jump in right as you guys get back to, or get to for the first time, the uh, Logan Ranch. Hey. So, um, Thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see you again in two weeks' time. Bye. Mistborn and all related properties are owned by Brandon Sanderson and Dragonsteel Entertainment. The Mistborn Adventure Game, the Alloy of Law Supplement, and the Masks of the Past Supplement are owned by Crafty Games. Special thanks to Steve Argyle for letting us use his artwork for the logo and to Boardroom Design for putting the logo together for us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr, and YouTube at LLOS Podcast, or join our Discord community. We hope that you'll give us a five-star review on iTunes or whatever podcast provider you use. And make sure you tell a friend who loves Brandon Sanderson. Thanks for listening. Tune in next time. And this has been the Lost Legends of Scadrille, Alloy Edition.